Well, good afternoon. Barcelona happens to be one of my favorite cities in Europe, so I'm very glad to be here and talking to you guys about a new offering that's from Delhi MC. Automated disaster recovery as a service. So one of the things that people don't plan for is disaster recoveries. They, they don't expect these things to happen, but they do. And they're always unexpected. And the question that's always asked is, well, did you properly prepare for them? Most folks think of disasters as something like this, an earthquake, perhaps a fire, something else that's catastrophic in the area. And I've just had a catastrophic failure here as well. But what about the sprinkler system goes off in your data center for some reason? Everyone likes to have these glass doors so they can actually look in and see what the data center looks like. They're really effective. They're also very effective at keeping the water in. Or perhaps you're like the gentleman on the right there and prepared for your disaster, whatever it might be. But disasters do happen. So what can you do about those things? You can actually look to the cloud, as most people do now, for providing for disaster recovery. It's an easy way to actually take care of things. <clears throat> It has global reach, so with the cloud vendors, you can go anywhere you pretty much like and find services that you can use to actually maintain your mission critical operations. But there are a couple of challenges with that. The first thing is that most of your applications are built to run in the data center, maybe on raw iron, but usually nowadays running in virtualization of some sort, usually VMware. But if you're actually moving your application sets that are running in the cloud up to, for example, AWS, they're no longer running on VMware when they get to AWS. They are running in AWS's virtualization platform. So there is some changes that need to occur in the applications. And actually when you do that, as things change inside AWS, maybe the tested application you had that failed over successfully a couple of months back and no longer will fail over because they've been changed on the AWS side. And so it proves challenging to go and do those things. But what if you actually could take what you have running in your data center today on VMware and move it directly into VMware running in AWS, the VMC on AWS offering that VMware's had for about two years now? What if you could do that? How would that actually help you become more effective in providing data center service recovery for those applications that need to be up and running whilst you repair whatever the issue was in your primary data center. And one of the things that Dell EMC is now offering is a way to actually do that via one of our managed service providers. You can actually replicate the data sets from your on-premises data center up into the managed service provider's location, which is close to the Amazon data center of your choice, the region where you actually want to run your failover services should a, a, uh, an outage occur. And that is something that is now available via Dell EMC. And we'll dive a little bit further into that. Basically what it looks like is something like this. You actually have your on-premises data center with your VMs and the relevant backing storage that's supporting those VMs. And you're replicating the data sets over into the managed cloud service provider location. 
And you're managing, you're, man, you're actually uh, mapping it directly from the storage array that you have in your on-premises data center over into an equivalent storage array in the MSP location. In this particular instance, we're actually looking at NFS storage, but it could be block storage as well, it doesn't matter. And then at the managed service provider, we actually have a high-speed interconnect into the Amazon data center where we're going to be running VMC on AWS in the event of an outage in our main data center. One of the other advantages you can get from this is you can actually also start to consume those Amazon services that you may want that require you to be actually running in AWS itself. So what am I talking about here? I'm talking about two of our particular storage arrays, uh, the PowerMax array and the Unity XT or Unity arrays themselves. They provide for DR services, automated services in the case of a failover, and we'll actually go through a demo in a bit. But what we're actually doing is we're replicating those data sets that you have chosen are important to be replicated into the managed service provider location. And those things will be actually replicated using the native replication technologies of the storage arrays themselves and keeping those things in synchronization. And then when a disaster is declared, or when you so choose, you can move the associated VMs that are consuming those data sets up into VMC on AWS. And this is a sample reference architecture that we have for those sorts of things. So I have my on-premises site protected by my VMC site via a landing site at a managed service provider. And this integrates with VMware Site Recovery as well. So one of the things that you can do is I want to replicate my VMs and my data sets that are running on non-Dell EMC storage platforms, but I also still want to take advantage of VMC on AWS. Well, you can actually do that as well. And one of the beauties about that is that once you've got your data sets up into AWS, you can actually then replicate those back down onto a Dell EMC array and take advantage of some of the values that come from having Dell EMC storage available. So again, a, uh, another um, reference architecture where we're actually going from our on-premises site into the landing site that we actually have. So this thing can be actually totally automated. You can either declare a failover and move things up on your own, or you can actually have this thing uh, prepared so that when uh, SRM detects that there has been a failure and it needs to do something, it can actually move the VMs over up into VMC on AWS and um, instantiate those VMs again. So, quick demo. So what I have here is uh, a Unisphere. So I'm actually looking at what's going on in my on-premises data center. And I can see things are running fine. Well, maybe I've got a little thing I want to look at over here. And I've decided I actually want to move uh, one of my set of applications from the on-premises data center up into uh, VMC on AWS. So here's what I have. I actually have three data sets on my, in my on-premises data center, and I actually have three machines running a variety of VMs also in that uh, on-premises data center. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to select one of these uh, data sets, and I'm going to make sure that it's actually replicated, that I'm in synchronization because these things are not necessarily 
always in sync, they may be slightly out, but I want to make sure this is actually synchronized properly. And then I actually go select the actual set of VMs I want to move over, and I'm going to fail them over. Checking to make sure that I really want to move this stuff. Yes, I do. And now those things have come offline because the, the, the replication is occurring at the back end. The VMs and the data sets are already over in the, in the managed service provider, but now I need to re-instantiate those VMs into VMC on AWS. So let's go over and see what I'm doing at my SDDC. So I've actually swapped from my on-premises location looking at things into my SDDC to see what's going on. So let's check the data sets themselves. And yes, this is the data set that I moved over and I can actually see on my VMs and associated uh, external storage has moved over, ready to be used. And now I'm actually looking at what's going on from the actual cluster level itself. I want to point out something here. We've actually got DRS is running and it's actually balanced what's going on in VMC on AWS. You can actually see what the actual consumption is. But as I bring online those VMs, we see them coming online here, what's going to happen is we'll actually see that the actual consumption of CPU memory and storage is going up as those VMs come online and start consuming what's there. We can also notice that the DRS uh, balancing is slightly out because we've introduced a bunch of new VMs and over time that, ba that balance will actually come back down as the VMs and the data sets get moved around. So that was my demo of what this has looked like and that was actually taken from a real failover that we did in the data center just to show exactly what it, what it takes like. Um, the time that it took to do that was less than a minute. Now the more VMs and the more data sets that you have to bring in, in place, it'll take slightly longer. But in summary, what we've actually got here is a set of storage data services that we have with Dell EMC where you can actually pay as you go for the storage that you're going to consume in the cloud, expose that to the compute you want to consume in VMC on AWS. What that means is that for your disaster recovery scenarios, you are actually paying for what you need when you need it rather than provisioning a full data center with associated servers and storage in order for a, a failure that you don't know when it's going to happen. It will happen, but you don't know when it's going to happen. So this gives you the opportunity to actually pay as you go for what you need to do when you put in place your disaster recovery as a service. And with that, are there any questions? Straightforward. Yes, I thought so. Thank you very much.